0: you need a routine. Every successful person needs a routine. And actually during the pandemic, I took 47 workshops from different multimillionaires who do different businesses, who, you know, are very positive motivational speakers, things of that nature, and every single person has a morning routine. Every person has a set time that they
1: Hey, this is Junius and welcome to Mind Bodega, a place to feed your mind. On this podcast, I'll be bringing you stories from people on the other side of their personal journey within, who came out healed, happy, and whole. We have everything you need, and I hope you find what you're looking for. Relax and enjoy.
0: What is the heart of a great bodega? El que está detrás del counter. The person behind the counter. Definitivamente, sí.
1: This podcast is brought to you by N-Stars. For the latest news in Hollywood, follow nstars.com. E-N-S-T-A-R-Z dot happy tuesday happy tuesday welcome to another episode of Mind bodega later on in the episode you'll be hearing from hadia who is a life coach and an entrepreneur she's going to give us a lot of insight about setting affirmations and letting you know that you can do a lot of stuff that, that you probably didn't think you can do and a method to do that but first i want to just explain a little bit more about kenshell and in order to do that i have to go back to november of 1999 I was walking through a Best Buy and I purchased a DVD that would essentially change my life. It was Fight Club starring Ed Norton and Brad Pitt, Tyler Durden. And I watched this movie. I always wanted to watch Fight Club. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't go to the theaters to see it. But when I watched the DVD, that movie changed my life. It just was bar after bar after bar after bar. I grew up without a father, and my father wasn't around. He lived around a corner from me, but he was never really truly in my life. As I got older, I realized it was the cause of a lot of my frustration, a lot of my anger. And as I told you guys last week when I was in Elizabeth, I did not have peace there. And it was my own doing, definitely my own doing. But in the year 2000, after I had the DVD for a month, I did everything in my, I showed that movie to everybody. It was so many subliminal messages, not even subliminal messages. On top of the subliminal messages, there were just messages and bars in that movie. One of my favorites were, if our fathers were our models for God and God bailed, then what does that tell you about God? I use that to sort of justify so many things, like, again, I was a hip-hop head, so all the, the the ratchet stuff from hip-hop I kind of gravitated towards, being gully, being raw. If our fathers were our models for gods and our fathers bailed, what does that tell you about God? At that time, I don't know. I always believed in God. There was never a moment, a moment in my life where I didn't believe in God. But there was a moment in my time where I didn't care. But as I got, and I know a lot of people who feel like that now, I'll meet a lot of people who be like, I'm not spiritual or I, yeah, they have like a really sketch. I don't want to say sketchy, sketchy is not the right word, but they have a really interesting relationship with God. They keep God at a distance. And maybe they don't even keep God at a distance. Maybe they just keep religion at a distance. But I think religion and hip-hop are kind of the same in a sense that you can formulate your own relationship with hip-hop, uh, where you can pick the type of music. There's really no one to curate the type of music you listen to. And I think that there's so much out there that you can sort of curate the kind of relationship you have with have with God. What do you read? What cues are you listening to? So now I'm in the Bible religiously, reading it, interpreting it. I'm also even checking out other religions and other I- ideas and stuff like that, and I realize that we they're all saying the same thing, love. They're all saying love. And if you watch Fight Club, you know that there is not a lot of love in that movie Fight Club at all. There's not a lot of love in that movie. It's crazy because there's a love story in Fight Club, but there is no love there. A lot of my earlier relationships sort of mirrored the relationship between Tyler and Marla. But also I adopted another catchphrase from that movie as well. It's like single serving friends. In the movie, Ed Norton's character, he traveled a lot and he would say, I'm in a hotel. I have single serving bread, single serving shampoo, all the single serving stuff. And he goes on to say, we even have single serving friends on the plane. The people sitting next to him are his friends from the time he gets on the plane to the time he lands. And I think that is the most profound thing single serving friends. I bring that back to God that people come into your life for a season and a reason. And we hold on to seasons so much, so long, we hold on to things. It's okay if your friends stop being your friends, it's okay. It's nothing on them. It's nothing on you. It's okay if your friends stop being your friends. It's okay if your cheerleaders stop cheering you on, like I said previously, because it's no longer advantageous to them. I'm able to say that because of my experiences with The Ken Show. I'm able to be okay with losing friends. I'm able to be okay with changing all the things, because while you have to hit a rock bottom in order to get a kensho. You have to receive a pain in order to start to start your kensho experience. Let me rephrase that. The way we experience things is change. When you go through a kensho, you start to react differently from things. Like I said, I have single-serving friends, friends whose season has has came and went, and it is no longer our season of friendship. And I get that, and I see it, and I respect it. Those people are not going through Kensho, so they still pretend we're friends or claim we're friends, but you don't treat your friends a certain way. And I'm I'm cool with that. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm gonna read you guys something about Kensho. It says with Kensho, the sleeping, the creative intelligence is awakened. And at the same time, the deeply ingrained belief in the opposition between the world and me melts away. That means we are all one. When you go through your Ken Show, you realize that you are all connected to every single living thing. This isn't a single servant experience, but rather a collective experience that is just one experience. Your experience, my experience, everyone's experience is are connected and this happens because the sense of separation it dissolves the anguish the despair the fear it just sort of melts away because all of that is happening as you go along you're feeling all these different emotions but after you go through your kensho and, and right before you hit your satori you realize that oh okay you just feel things differently i added a meditation practice into to my life So every morning I wake up at 5 a.m. and I meditate. Actually, this weekend I went to a meditation class to learn more about meditation. And it says that our anger is a delusion. Anger is a delusion. And I think with the Kensho, I'm going through a Kensho experience myself. I am able to not erase the anger because I still get angry, but I'm able to deal with it. The way I experience anger is a lot better now. It's a lot different because I'm able to just go, oh, hi. Hi, anger. Good to see you again. I don't become the anger. I don't allow the delusions of anger to control me. Because you think about the times when you get angry. It's like, oh, man, this person did this. I bet they did this thing because of that reason right there. They just wanted to piss me off. They wanted to get on my... Nine times out of ten, that's not the case. It's not the case. I'm not... Someone was talking to me this weekend, and you're getting on my nerves. Like, I'm not intentionally getting on your nerves. Like, you sitting here saying I'm doing this on purpose. I'm not. I am just making conversation. It wasn't my intention to upset you. Also aware that, you know, words can hurt you. People can perceive your words in a way that is not how you meant them. And all this happens because I am now experiencing things in a different way. So how are you experiencing the things that are happening to you? How are you categorizing the things that are happening to you? And I think that when we take a moment to just let things be, to just experience things with zero judgment, when you do that, you can then handle life a little bit better because you're not adding on to situations where you don't even know if you feel that way. You don't know if that's truly how you feel. You just submit to this way of being. So yeah, I think it's important to remember that anger is just a delusion. Yeah, you might feel a way, but you don't want to add on to that anger because we suffer two times. We suffer from the pain of the situation that caused us, and then our brain continues to replay and replay and add more pain and more pain and more pain onto things that we do not know. We don't know what the other person is thinking, especially if they didn't tell us. We then we then create a whole scenario in our minds. That's another reason why I say your thoughts are not real. We put and we add on stuff and we add on stuff and we add on stuff. But again, it's important to just accept, say yes, yes to everything. I am yes to whatever feeling this is. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to accept it. I am not going to fight it. It's not easy. I'll tell you that. It's not easy. But when you're able to, be aware of that, to be present in that energy, you do feel a little bit better. You are able to deal with it a little bit more. What Hakuin says, he says to shine through things, shine through them. It's like shining through mud. At first, it's very, very hard, but after you continue to do it and you build them, it's like a muscle. If you want to lift weights, you got to, if you do curls, (laughs) if you can see me moving, you realize I don't do a lot of curls, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Just like anything, repetition. The more you do it. I make biscuits every weekend for my son and my and my, my lady. And when I first started, they were okay. Now they're delicious. They're great. They're perfectly shaped. They don't lean because I made them over and over and over again. The more I do it, the better I am at it. Meditation is the same way. The more you meditate, the more you sit there and observe your thoughts, which are not real things, and observe your emotions, which are, you know, your emotions are real. But you observe your thoughts and observe your emotions and just take them with zero judgment. Oh, okay. Just notice them Notice them go by, notice them go by, notice them go by, like clouds in the sky. The more you do that and you, through your meditations, the more you'll be able to do that in your real life. When someone pisses you off, you can go, I'm not going to react to that because you have now built and strengthened that muscle. And when you can do that, you are no longer a slave to anyone's whims to try to piss you off. Because when you're in control of you, there is nothing anyone can do to piss you off. And I tell you, my friends, that is a superpower. So now I going to get into my conversation with Hydea. Let's jump right into it. And I'll be back to wrap up the show a little bit later. How are you doing? Thank you so much for doing this today. Um, And you are a phenomenal life coach. I watch a lot of your videos. I learn so much on the videos you post on Instagram. And I really wanted to talk to you to help people understand why coaching is important. Because while they're going through their journeys, it's always good to have a coach. And could you talk a little bit about why coaching is important?
0: For sure. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me, Junius. I really appreciate it. And um, I love your podcast, love the show, and love just the impact that you're creating out here too in the space because we really need more of that um so I appreciate I'm honored and um yeah I just feel in life you know there's just so much to learn constantly and the more we learn the more we grow the better we can be in business and our mindset and our day-to-day activities so um it's just really important to have a coach it's important to have somebody who more than anything holds you accountable and um And kind of just can guide you through the day-to-day, whether it be in your business, whether it be in your life. Um, It's just something so important about having someone who can really guide you and create a path for you um, specific to your wants and needs. If you're doing one-on-one coaching or if you're doing group coaching, maybe you're around like-minded individuals who are all on on a similar path or journey. So it just, it empowers you, it guides you, it motivates you. And um, and it also holds you accountable. It also holds you accountable to have a coach.
1: Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I know when I was going on my weight loss journey, I gained all of it back through the pandemic. So don't judge me. But when I was going through my when I was going through my weight loss journey, I, having that trainer there was really good to hold me accountable. He would call me six a.m. I'm outside. We would go down to the gym. We would work out. Having him was really good. So what are some ways that life coaches hold entrepreneurs and other people who are investing in life coaches accountable.
0: So with life coaching, it's more so about holding you accountable just on your day-to-day journey, just overall your, your, your life, your experience on this earth. Um, and it's done through a series of like questions and information just kind of allows for the individual to learn more about self. It's like a self-discovery process, Um, and in through that self-discovery, it allows for that person to really just decide what it is that they want and what it is that brings them happiness or peace in life and what's going to help them live, you know, the best version of their life that they possibly can now with business coaching, when I do business coaching, it's similar, but it's different because the focus is their business, right? It's the focus is them as an entrepreneur. The goal is specific to whatever it is that they're doing in their industry, like whether they're doing hair, whether they're a coach or dance, whatever their business is. Right. So um, when it comes to just being accountable, it's about taking out time every single day. It's about planning out, you know, goals. It's about setting little tasks to accomplish those goals. And um, really just being proactive along the way. But I feel like more than anything, when it comes to actually having a coach, it's about having someone that's going to be reliable, that you can also be, you know, rely on to motivate you. And a lot of coaching is motivation. And people really, you know, I think that's the part people fear a little bit. They're like, oh, no, they're going to try to motivate me. They're trying to get me excited. But it's like, no, that's what you need because it's all a mental thing. It's a mindset thing first. You know, if I can convince myself that I can do anything, then I'll actually have the courage to set out tasks to go do anything. Kind of like you said with your fitness trainer, waking you up at 6 a.m. saying, okay, it's 6 a.m. I'm sure there's mornings where you were like, oh, I don't really want to get up. Or, you know, this is going to be, a you know, a, I'm dragging today and I ate that taco last night. But it's like, but he's there reminding you, but you can still do it. Yes. You ate a taco, but you can still reach your fitness goals. You can still get abs, you know, or whatever the goal may be. So you you need someone that's reliable when you're looking for a coach. And you also want to find that, you know, reliability within yourself, that dedication within yourself.
1: Absolutely. Also, one of the things that I love about your coaching is that you also do mindset coaching as well. And I've been on this, my own personal journey within and really, really just Understanding that that happiness comes from within. Also recognizing that you cannot be successful if you are not happy. So what are some mindset elements or some mindset things that people can do that they can add on to their entrepreneur and, and their, you know, their path to success?
0: Well they need a routine. You need a routine. Every successful person needs a routine. And actually during the pandemic, I took 47 workshops from different multimillionaires who do different businesses, who, you know, very positive motivational speakers, things of that nature. And every single person has a morning routine. Every person has a set time that they wake up. They have a set amount of time that they work out, you know, exercise is good for your mind. And they also journal. So journaling every day, just taking like, even if you're only taking five minutes, five, 10, I tell people 15, 20 minutes go a long way though. But just taking like five to 10 minutes to yourself in the morning, if that's all you have to journal, um, that sets a whole nother tone for your day. Because one thing I do in like, in, with, my, with my group, because I do have a members lounge, one thing I do is um, I remind them that every day you should dump. So before you start your day, you should just dump your thoughts. You might've had a nightmare last night, right? Bad dream. You might've had a crappy day the day before. Maybe something's going on in your personal life with your family or friends. So just dumping is helpful. Like just write all that stuff out, just release all that crap that's like clogging your mind, right? And then you can set goals for your day because it's really hard to start your day in a positive mindset when you have so much Baggage on you from the day before the week before whatever's happening in your life right so I tell people to dump first release those thoughts that are like blocking your brain holding you back, and then set goals for yourself, and you need mm-hmm. a schedule, you have to have a schedule. Whether you're trying to like improve your mindset or you're trying to improve your business, you need a schedule. Like I write out my meditation in the morning. I write out my I write out my prayer in the morning. I write out um, my manifest, my manifesting moments. I'm like, I need 15 minutes a day where I just sit and I speak positive affirmations to myself. Or I'll listen to like a guided meditation on like YouTube, right? YouTube University is great.
1: <laughs> it is. It's so good. <laughs>
0: much information out there but yeah and then that would be the other thing like taking time every day to you know pray meditate um sit down and speak positive affirmations into your life like you have to motivating comes from a place of acknowledgement and you have to acknowledge the possibility of things first so that's a huge part of it
1: yeah What I do is in the morning is I, no matter what, I wake up in the 5 o'clock hour. That 5 o'clock to 6.30 is my time. No one really interrupts it. Not even, you know, my son does sometimes, but no one interrupts that moment in in the morning. And I go, I, I try my best not to scroll on Instagram, but it's so, it's there so much. So I check my numbers, make sure my numbers did okay. They've been horrible lately, but whatever. But then I immediately... It's all over the place. Then I immediately read something that, that gives my mind value. After that value, I meditate. Um, I was doing guided meditations, but then I stopped doing guided meditations. Now I just do music, but I've been learning from the core doing, bringing one piece of meditation into That'd be a whole nother episode, but I do my, uh, I do my hour meditation. And if for some reason I pop up out of it, a a bit quicker, I journal my way through. And I I love the fact that you talked about journaling and dumping and dumping and dumping. Uh, That is a great thing to do. But what I don't do, or I just started doing was speaking positive affirmations to myself. I find it so awkward for me to sit here and talk to myself and say, you are the one, you are beautiful. You are, say all that stuff. I find it very, very difficult to do that. What advice do you have for people like me who do find talking to themselves uh, out loud, in my head I can do it, but out loud, I wanna hear it sometimes. What advice do you have for people who find that a little awkward? I
0: really feel like, you know, when you think about feeling awkward, it's like being like uncomfortable, right? It's something uncomfortable about it. And um, I am a psychology major. So I always, I I think of things and life coaching and psychology are similar, but they have differences, right? But I think when I think of people um, being a little uncomfortable with speaking, like speaking, life. think of it like this, speaking life into yourself, right? Speaking positivity into yourself, speaking life into yourself. Um, it usually comes from a, like a, a deeper place. Like maybe that person has heard a lot of, uh, no's in their life. Maybe that person has been told a lot that they can't do something, or maybe they didn't get enough, uh, of you're great, you're capable, you're this, you know? Um, and so when it comes to saying those things to ourselves, it feels foreign, right? It feels like weird. Cause you're like, what? like, who does that? But that's the whole point. So you're not alone, you know, you or anybody else who struggles with that, you're not alone. It's actually most people who take up like meditation practices or, or learning how to, you know, like you said, speak positive affirmations are people who haven't done it before. But it's life changing because if you don't tell yourself every day, if you don't remind yourself every day that you're capable and that you're amazing, you're abundant, and that you can accomplish everything, um, then who is?
1: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know,
0: so you have to look at it like that. It's like you need you to support you in order to get where you want to go. In order I love to be that. successful, you have to support you first and foremost and if you support you if you value you if you show up for you and remind yourself of of your worth every day then more people are going to start to pour into you because they're going to see that you know your worth, that you know who you are
1: yeah i love that so much for me though it's more or less that i don't want any i don't want to explain to someone why i'm talking to myself that's my issue i just was like
0: oh so you're worried about everybody else can i ask you a question yeah, sure. So are you, are you considering doing this like out in the open or publicly? Is that why you're, is that why you say that when you say you don't, you're not comfortable like doing it in front of other people just yet? Like, have you been, has that been on your heart lately to maybe do it publicly?
1: Oh yeah. I'm a hundred percent going to speak publicly. I'm a hundred percent going to lead meditations. I'm learning all that I possibly can right now to be able to do that. It's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. So absolutely. Absolutely. I am going to speak. I, all my friends, I am the most motivated one. I'm just like, oh, yeah, do this. Do this. I promote it. I can, I'm going to teach my boy how to meditate soon. Like, And it's just like I'm learning as much as I possibly can to be able to share. I have a speaking engagement in like two or three weeks. So, yeah, I'm doing as much as I possibly can to learn how to speak and do it in publicly. I just don't. I, I don't know. Just something about me talking to Maybe because I do talk to myself when I'm absolutely alone, that I'm just like a bit subconsciously like oh no one can see me talk to myself or they're gonna think I'm a certain way but I talk to myself all the time when I'm alone but I'm also conscious of people hearing what I'm saying you know what I mean so that's kind of my dilemma
0: there's like a little voice in our head that tells us like that like everyone's watching us everybody's listening to us and that when they are they're like they're judging us right Yeah. yeah So, but most of the time it's really just us it's us judging us. like you said when you said you're in your head, it's it's you telling yourself like, but what if somebody hears this and thinks I'm crazy? what if somebody hears this and thinks this and that? But what if somebody hears you and you change their life completely Yeah
1: you yeah. know
0: what if somebody hears you and they go on to recite your affirmations every day and that takes them from you know working a job they can't stand into like creating something that they love. And, and moving into that path or finding their purpose. Right. So, and that's so, you know, it's, I, I love that you're being honest and open about this because you talk to so many amazing people anyway, like you come from an industry of just like talking with people and, and you know what I'm saying? So um, you're already comfortable doing that. You're already on a platform that, that, that grants you that, but you know, that's, that's part of life. We all have doubt. I struggled when I released my first uh my first workshop, because I was so concerned about like what people were going to think. I was like, everybody's going to be on my page. Like, oh, here she go again. You know, here, Heidi, go again. Because I am what they call like a serial entrepreneur. So I have many different um, businesses and different streams of income and different like things that I'm passionate about. So I'm always concerned, like who's going to be sick of me today? Like who's going to be worried, you know, But I said, if I want to motivate people, then I got to tell myself that what I'm doing is helping somebody. And what you're doing, like even with your platform, you know, with with your podcast, you're helping people, you're opening up people's mind, expanding the way that they think and hear themselves. So by putting yourself out there and allowing them to hear you treat yourself with love and and treat yourself with care and motivate yourself, that's just going to inspire them even more.
1: Oh, thank you so very much, and and, and I know that, and I come, I just compartmentalize it. Like in my mind, I say all these positive affirmations to me, but I also recognize I'm a Libra, so I also recognize the importance of hearing those words. And I'm getting there. Like I'll be in the bathroom and I'll just be like straight Issa Rae, like yeah, yeah. I'll be straight like talking to myself in the mirror, <laughs> you know what I mean? But but it's but it's like I know that in my mind, I keep it to myself. But if I'm sharing that with someone, I have no problem sharing it with someone. It's just that, I for, I don't know, I like to choose who I share it with. You know what I mean?
0: And that's okay too. And that's okay too. You can totally choose because you also, like, you know, when we speak, right? And we listen, any of that, any, any type of communication, that's an exchange of energy. Like what we're doing right now, we're exchanging energy, right? So that's okay to protect your space and who you share that with. You know, you may not want to do it for everybody, you might want to do it in private settings and that's fine people people will still come to you for that. Or maybe you want to do it for everyone, but you want are specific in, in what you share with everyone that's totally fine, but just know that that energy you put out it's just going to loop right back around to you, you know so whatever you're putting out there whatever you're projecting like out to the public out to people that not only is it going to influence them it's going to also influence you it's going to empower you it's going to build you up to your to the next level of your better self so never never hold back i'll say that don't hold back whatever when it comes to you you got to you got to release that
1: yeah i i'm i'm getting to that space like i'm i've been working on me so much that i'm just like Okay, I'm ready to just dump and just let go because they're gonna love you or hate you regardless. They're gonna they are. regardless. The people who love you are gonna continue to love you. The people who hate you are gonna continue to hate you. You cannot do nothing to change their mind, and then maybe you can get some new people who don't know you to discover you. So, I've been on that wave. I've been on That's that. That's
0: so right. That's so right. That was powerful. That's very true.
1: You mentioned something earlier about writing affirmations. What tips do you give to people on how to write down the affirmations rather than just searching an affirmation up online and reciting that? So
0: just like I was saying, like when things come to you, a lot of times like we're our biggest teachers in life. And we kind of, we kind of we kind of stop ourselves sometimes. So usually, like when we wake up and we look in the mirror, like some people look at themselves and they just have a lot of crazy things to say about themselves, and some people look at themselves and they have a lot of beautiful things to say about themselves. But everybody has the same amount of words that could come to mind. So I tell people when you sit down with your journal, I say dump first because it allows you just to release all that ugh. And then think about the opposite of that stuff you just dumped. So if yesterday you felt anxious, then you should be writing down, today I feel no anxiety, you know? Or if yesterday you looked in the mirror and you felt bloated and you were like, uh, oh, I, gained, I gained weight, right? Things like that, you know? Um, then today, you know, today I am beautiful. You know, today I am fulfilled if you didn't feel content yesterday, today, today, you're fulfilled. I say dump first so you can look at that as a reference. And what's, what's opposite to all that negative? You know, what's opposite to that? There's always a synonym that's positive, right? So channel that and write that. And when you do affirmations, you don't want to speak uh, past tense or future tense. You want to You want to speak from the present. You want to speak, I am. I am, you can say, I will, like if you're, if you're trying to manifest things in the future, that's totally fine. But when you're journaling in the morning and you're trying to just have a moment with yourself, it should all be present tense. It should be, I am abundant. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy. You know, those things are so important. I tell people, just start from the opposite of whatever you just released that was weighing on you start there. And then I guarantee you each day it becomes a little bit easier and easier. And journaling is great. Cause like you said, then you're not having to worry about anybody listening to you or hearing your thoughts. It's just you and you, right? It's just you sitting down with self.
1: I heard something about journaling and about dumping. It's so important to dump. Cause I just want to emphasize this sometimes anyone who's considered. So I want to emphasize to anyone who's considering starting to journal is that sometimes when you dump that dump could take weeks. It could take months. You might have a lot of stuff. So you might journal for three months and just dump every day before you even get to that. Because if so, if you have a lot of stuff that you get out, need to get out, it's important to get that out. Because once you f- talk about all the things that are wrong, you'll start to figure out ways to fix the things that are wrong. And once you actually, in your walking life, fix the things that are wrong, you'll start fi- figuring out ways to capitalize on what's right. So I think that's important to remember, too. I don't want to keep it too long. I want to just thank you so much for taking the time to chit chat with me. Uh, you, you've given some great and insightful information. Let people know where they can find you and let them know about your workshop, workshop and your coaching program.
0: Yes. So um, you can find out more about the Muse Successors. Muse Successors fan stands for a Millennial Entrepreneur Workshop Successors. And no, you don't have to be a millennial. It's open to everybody. But um, for weekly business and mindset tips, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at D-E-I-A-X-V-I-I and uh the link tree is there you can also go to linktree.com backslash uh, d-e-i-a-x-v-i-i and all the different links to my different uh platforms will pop up and you can join the workshop for weekly business and mindset tips
1: awesome well thank you very much for taking the time to chat with me i appreciate you all right so look i hope you guys enjoyed the show i want to thank you very much for listening to this episode of mind bodega we have new episodes every tuesday and look i want to do something called the penny theory. There's this old theory that if you have a penny and you double it every day, before 30 days you'll have a million dollars actually about five million dollars so what i would like for you guys to do is just share this podcast with one friend if you listen to this podcast this long you liked what you heard so do me a favor share it with one friend and if that friend listens and likes it and shares it with another friend at the end of 30 days we'll have about 5 million listeners so i hope you can do me that favor thank you very much and also if you want follow me on Mind bodega take care see you later peace